Welcome to Pawnee Language Learning. This is your Body Pakuru podcast. Nawa kitaru, and welcome to our very first history lesson. I'm excited. The question of today is, who are the Pawnee? And that is a really good question. Where do we even start? Well, I always think of Julie Andrews and let's start at the very beginning. And indeed, that is a very good place to start. But where is the beginning? Where and when is the beginning of Pawnee consciousness? Well, lots of people have tried to answer this question, and we have some of their written records. Early Europeans, um, trappers and explorers, and then there were the missionaries and government agents, military officers, and more recently we've got the archaeologists, the anthropologists, the linguists, and the historians. So many people. And some of them recorded their observations and experiences, and others did their own form of research. Linguists will do a different kind of research than archaeologists, who do a different kind of research than anthropologists, and these scientists wrote it all down. There's a lot out there, I'm finding, but some of it is easier to access than others. So today, I will be relying on a couple of resources. One is a three-book series by Roger Echohawk. He spent a couple of decades combing through reams of far-flung resources, and then he distilled it into three books, which he calls the Enchanted Mirror series. I'll put a link in the notes for you. It's a very educational read. It's not a difficult read. And I, for one, am very grateful for Roger and all of his work because I don't have to go scouring the archives or lurk in basements of historical societies and museums to gather information. He's already done it for us. The second resource I'll be relying on a lot today is a bit of work done by Carlton Shield Chief Gover. Now, Roger is a Pawnee historian and writer. Carlton, who is also Pawnee, is an indigenous archaeologist, and he also refers to Roger's work quite a bit. In his words, Carlton uses indigenous knowledge with indigenous people to understand indigenous history. Okay, back to the question. Who are the Pawnee? Well, since we are modern folks, I'm sure the first place that most of us would go for instant information is the Internet. And when you go, you'll probably find something like this. The Pawnee people are a Plains Indian tribe originally from Nebraska, part of the Cadoan language group. They were about 60,000 people strong. They lived in earth lodges, farmed, and went on twice-yearly buffalo hunts. They ceded their lands to the U.S. government and relocated to Indian Territory, now Oklahoma, in 1875 and 1876, and their reservation is currently in northeastern Oklahoma. And, well, that's true. By the time of European contact, they did live in what is now Nebraska and northern Kansas. But what about before that? Where did they live before that? And what did they do? Well, in order to answer that question, we have to go back to the time before European contact. But how do we do that when nobody kept written records back then? Well, not all history is written. There is oral history as well. 
And unfortunately, this oral history or oral tradition has not been taken very seriously until very recently. And in fact, in some circles, it's still not considered legitimate. It's inferior with written accounts. It can't be trusted. In fact, Robert McGee, a well-known Canadian archaeologist, said in 2008 that oral traditions are just the same as religious beliefs, meaning, eh, they just made them up. Carlton refutes that idea by saying, I'm going to quote him here, Traditional archaeological evidence is not the only avenue to the past. Oral traditions don't replace archaeology. Instead, they are another path to reconstructing the past with their own sources of bias and need for caution, no different than traditional archaeology. And then he adds, written historical accounts can be fraught with issues, as we all know. Roger Echohawk has quite a bit to say about indigenous oral history as well. In fact, he wrote an article for American Antiquity, which is the major archaeological journal here in the United States. The article is called Ancient History in the New World, and he wrote it in 2000. That paper is read by every graduate student in archaeology in the country. And in the article, Roger calls on people to investigate oral traditions as you would any other account. So I'm going to follow these two brilliant men and others like them and include oral traditions along with the traditional archaeology and traditional history when I talk about Pawnee history. So let's ask Pawnee elders, where do we come from? Well, interestingly, there is an oral tradition in the Pawnee culture and the Wichita culture and the Arikara culture that says at one time, a long time ago, we were all one people. And these ancestors came from the land of stone houses somewhere in the southwest. We don't know where. But as a group, they moved eastward towards the Mississippi River. And along the way, when they were in what is now Oklahoma, a small group breaks off and they move north to the upper Republican River. And this group becomes the Arikara people. The other larger group continues east until they meet with the Mississippi River, and then they move up the Mississippi River and into the Arkansas River. A second group breaks off, and this smaller group decides to go hang out with the Arikaras. Well, they end up displacing the Arikara, and the Arikara move north to South Dakota. The group that displaced them stays on the Upper Republican and they become the Skeedy, the Skeedy Pawnee. And then the last group follows the Skeedy over to the Republican River, and they end up displacing the Skeedy, who move north to central Nebraska. And then the South Band stays there on the Republican, and they end up going south into southern Nebraska and northern Kansas. But the last group breaks off and they go even farther south and become the Wichita people. And in this oral history, they say at some point, Nebraska gets abandoned. Nobody knows why, but eventually they all get settled in. The Arikara are in South Dakota. The Skeedy are in central Nebraska. The Pawnee South Bands are in southern Nebraska and northern Kansas. 
and the Wichita are even farther south in Oklahoma and northern Texas. We don't have any dates. There's lots of unknowns, but this is the oral history, the oral tradition. Now, Carlton Gover takes this oral tradition and he puts it to the test. Is there enough evidence to support this story that's been passed down for generations? Well, Carlton gave his thesis presentation to the Pawnee Nation in 2019. He said it was <laughs> the scariest talk he'd ever given. Um, and he talks about looking at the linguistic records, about carbon dating. He actually said he had over 3,000 radiocarbon dates from 16 different sites. He talks about studying drought patterns, weather patterns, population growth patterns, and then he takes all of this data that he has either collected or created, and he feeds it into a computer, a special program in a computer that spits out all of these statistics. And to be honest, this is where he kind of loses me in his talk. I was able to follow linguistics and the drought patterns and all those, but when he starts talking about this computer program and the statistical analysis, he kind of lost me. But it is mind-boggling the depth and breadth of data that he gathers and analyzes. And in the end, in the very end, he is able to support the oral tradition. And he gives it a date. He says, Our ancestors moved into the Central Plains about 900 A.D. He was able to see through linguistic patterns when the Arikara broke off, and then when the Skidi broke off, and then the South Bend, and then the Wichita, whose languages are all just a little bit different. He could see that through linguistic patterns, and then through other records, he could also track their movements you know, up the Mississippi River, over to the Arkansas River, archaeological sites. It, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Before they entered into the Central Plains, they were still a group, and they were hunters and gatherers. They're still our ancestors. They're just not Pawnee or Arikara or Wichita as we think of them today. So their core areas, their home base, if you were, were Nebraska and northern Kansas, but the Pawnee traveled a lot. They hunted, they followed the buffalo, and they gathered raw materials and brought it back to their home base. And that's what we're going to talk about next time, the vast Pawnee territory. Thank you for joining me today. Please see the notes for more resources, and we will see you next time. Kustuchirakere! Pawnee Language Learning, the Pari Pakuru podcast, was produced, recorded, and slightly edited by Kelly Cedarfield. A transcript of this episode is available on the Substack website. Any and all profit that may occur with this podcast will be donated to the Pawnee Language Program in Pawnee, Oklahoma.